Hello to all of my compatriots, my comrades, my clique, my cohort, my coterie, and my collective consciousness. We keep knocking on your door. We keep holding this open. Let's sing to more one more loss. With me, Crystal Clear. And we know the street like it knows our feet. Time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, the final chapter, Gang Stalking, A Case of Mass Hysteria, Part 3, When Mass Paranoia Occurs Through Mass Suggestion. Posted November 16th, 2020, Dr. Joe Pierre. Here's a quote at the beginning. Old George Orwell got it backward. Big Brother isn't watching. He's singing and dancing. He's pulling rabbits out of a hat. Big Brother's busy holding your attention every moment you're awake. He's making sure you're always distracted. He's making sure you're fully absorbed. He's making sure your imagination withers until it's as useful as your appendix. He's making sure your attention is always filled. And this being fed is worse than being watched. With the world always filling you, no one has to worry about what's in your mind. With everyone's imagination atrophied, no one will ever be a threat to the world. Quote is from the book Lullaby, written by Chuck Palahniuk. He's kind of a funny, weird, dark author. What can I say? I, you know, the ancient Roman emperors said, let them have bread and circuses. And then one of my ancestors said, let them eat cake. And given the context, that's not something that a lefty like me is particularly proud of. So great, 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 something great, great grandmother Marie. You're kind of a bitch. Okay, let's do this thing, y'all. 
Okay, so we did part one, part two earlier this week. Go back, check those out, or go to psychology today. Um, I would like to have a rival website called Psychology Tomorrow. Because frankly, a lot of these treatment paradigms in psychology, and especially psychiatry, need an overhaul. Mm-hmm. Okay, gang stalking, a case of mass hysteria, part three, when mass paranoia occurs through mass suggestion. Fear and suggestibility. In part two of this series, we looked at how delusions and delusion-like beliefs can sometimes come to be shared by other people. Uh, the delusion-like beliefs were like the people who believed conspiracy theories, but they didn't have a self-referential belief where they were involved in the conspiracy themselves. Um, so I kind of take back what I said, questioning the word choices of delusion-like. I think he's onto something. The conspiracy theory believers are their delusion-like beliefs. They can sometimes be shared by others. How do they come to be shared is my question. Here in part three, let's examine a case in point. Beyond their own individual experiences, online discussions between TIs often cite historical examples of the alleged weaponization of microwaves by foreign governments. For example, from the 1950s to the 1970s, the U.S. Embassy in Moscow was subjected to 2.5 to 4.0 gigahertz microwaves, the quote, Moscow signal, for reasons that remain unclear to this day. Despite the U.S. State Department and John Hopkins University collaborating on a study that found no evidence of any health effects from such exposure, public knowledge of the incident resulted in widespread panic about an, quote, invisible threat here in the U.S. from the, quote, zapping of America via sources ranging from TV antennas to microwave ovens. Y'all, that's ridiculous, but let me tell you what isn't ridiculous and what this author fails to share. Um, there are New York Times articles about uh, the investigation into the use of some sort of sonic or electromagnetic, some kind of brain injuring weapon that diplomats uh, have been subjected to and they've tried to cover up stuff. I, we will go through that article on another day because it's fascinating and a little bit frightening, but you know, we're just learning at this phase. More recently, American diplomats and their family members reported hearing zapping, buzzing, grinding, or pulsing noises while stationed in Cuba starting in 2016 with the subsequent, I believe it's 2015, but okay, with the subsequent development of various physical symptoms like nausea, headaches, dizziness, and hearing loss. This led to fears of being subjected to, quote, stealthy attacks with sonic weapons and, quote, hearing microwaves via something called the microwave auditory effect aka the Fry effect, that's F-R-E-Y. This possible exposure was investigated by the FBI as well as researchers at the University of Pennsylvania that published an uncontrolled, e.g. no comparison group, unlike in the, quote, Moscow Signal study. Case series documenting evidence of widespread brain network dysfunction similar to that seen in mild traumatic brain injury or concussion and suggesting a causal link to reported directional, audible, and or sensory phenomenon of unknown origin. Okay, 
A subsequent neuroimaging study reported significant white matter changes in the brains of a large group of potentially exposed subjects compared to controls. As a result, U.S. State Department officials became convinced that there was medical evidence of a sonic microwave attack and regarded it as a legitimate threat. Likewise, various academic researchers have, sen- have since published papers supporting the theory that the, quote, Havana syndrome was caused by pulsed microwave radiation. Note that even if, quote, Havana syndrome could actually be explained by the microwave attacks perpetrated by the likes of foreign entities like Russia, we'd still need a plausible explanation, recalling that paranoia and grandiosity are two sides of the same coin, of why such attacks would be directed at, quote, average Joes here in the U.S. to account for gang stalking. But in reality, there's very little objective evidence to support that microwave attacks do offer the best explanation for Havana syndrome. But what is Havana syndrome? I need to be learning a description of what the symptoms uh, and the, you know, what does Havana syndrome look like uh, in clinical terms? So do these people have, have has anyone done brain scans on the targeted individuals? Because that would seem like the first thing you would want to do if you were a researcher trying to understand this phenomena if you haven't already made a foregone conclusion that they all have brain damage, um, I mean, I'm sorry, that they all uh, have delusional disorder when maybe do some brain scans. I don't know, has anybody done that? Somebody should do that. Um, but in reality, there's very little objective evidence to support that microwave attacks do offer the best explanation for Havana syndrome. Several other theories, just as plausible, if not more so, have attributed the, quote, sonic attacks to the sounds of the Jamaican field cricket and the various symptoms to a classic case of mass hysteria, hysteria, mass hysteria. Y'all, that makes me like mad for those poor diplomats. They know what they have experienced. I mean, and by the same token, what incentive do they have to report these false symptoms at peril of their credibility, reputation, career? Ridiculous. Where were we? Okay, plausible mass hysteria, of course. Dr. Robert Bartholomew, a sociologist and expert in mass psychogenic illness, arising from the mind illness is what psychogenic means, has written extensively in his own Psychology Today blog called It's Catching and elsewhere about his conclusion that the Havana syndrome is best explained by psychogenic illness, claiming, I'll stick my career on it. He has noted that while initial symptoms were reported by only a small number of people, it later spread when reports of a possible sonic attack first appeared and others were warned about it. I'll stake my career on it, on this one uh, uh, issue. That's a humble uh, doctor there. Mass psychogenic illness, formerly known as mass hysteria, a more pejorative term that's no longer favored. So like an insulting term that people don't like, mass hysteria. Um, Now it's mass psychogenic illness. (laughs) Describes the well-documented occurrence of of groups of people reporting various nonspecific symptoms in response to stress, fears, and perceived threats, especially through the power of suggestion related to a specific fear. I've briefly experienced something like it more than once when doctors who have been examining hospitalized patients daily are later informed that a patient has an infection with lice or scabies, we suddenly become very itchy. More accurately, we become hypervigilant and notice every little itch that wouldn't normally rise to the level of our conscious awareness. That is true. And then we worry that we have lice or scabies. We attribute it to the cause we're worried about, at least for a brief moment. 
persistent cases of more complex but still non-specific physical symptoms attributed to specific causes but actually arising from psychogenic illness have been reported since at least the middle ages often emerging in the setting of concerns about new technologies including everything from musical instruments trains wind wind turbines high power lines microwave ovens fentanyl and 5g phone networks for a good review of mass psychogenic illness and its likely cause of havana syndrome see the slate article cuba's sonic attacks show us just how susceptible our brains are to mass hysteria uh seems a little preliminary and um psychogenic mass hysteria arising from new technologies like musical instruments what kind of mass hysteria broke out quote-unquote when musical instruments came out like which musical instruments um got to know more about that but that's a total sidebar um okay moving on dr bartholomew has noted that social media may be shifting the, quote, contagion of psychogenic illness such that related outbreaks can occur well beyond small isolated groups. Something similar has been cited as an explanation for Morgellons syndrome. That's a big flipping you the bird right now. An example of delusional infestation that has become a somewhat popular, quote, internet meme. Dude, uh, Dr. Pierre? You know what? I have to agree with uh, Dr. Hall that ti guy who was in the first article from the first episode about gang stalking when he said a psychiatrist knows about as much about the human brain as the janitor uh no offense janitors um absurd on what grounds bro okay um it's therefore possible that gang stalking, like Havana syndrome, and a growing number of similar experiences spreading like a contagion around the world, might represent a variant of psychogenic illness on a much larger scale, rather than internet affiliation providing helpful support for TIs and increasing amount of online information claiming that gang stalking is real, might be causing thousands of people to worry about mass public surveillance. Uh, there is mass public surveillance, bro. It's called, like, your smartphone. Um, and probably other stuff, too. Come on now. Like crazy just read this crazy story about that ebay stalking case you guys gotta check out that new york times article um about the ebay guys like it's it sounds like a cohen brothers movie it's crazy it's crazy maybe we'll go through it one day uh it's therefore possible that it's causing it an increasing amount of online information claiming that gang stalking is real might be causing thousands of people to worry about mass public surveillance, harassment, and being victimized by experiments with high-tech weapons and implanted devices. Activated by such concerns, people might start to look for evidence of threats in their own personal lives. Some might maintain general concerns at the level of conspiracy theory, while others, looking to account for symptoms like hearing voices and physical discomforts, might be more susceptible to developing frank paranoia. With, that, you know, that there may be some uh, truth to that, Dr. Pierre. Uh, with growing alienation, fears about emerging technology, and mistrusting government, it's not hard to see how gang stalking might fulfill several psychological needs that have been found to be associated with belief in conspiracy theories such as certainty, closure, and uniqueness. Interesting. Certainty, closure, and uniqueness. Um... 
Interesting. TIs sometimes claim that they'd prefer to be mentally ill than be a victim of real-life gang stalking, but one wonders uh, to what extent that's really true. Uh, read parts one and two of this series. That's the that's the last sent. That's the last sentence. That's the way it ends. Okay. All right, bro. You lost me at Morgulons is a delusion. It's not. It's not. But I appreciate your time. Appreciate the blog articles. I hope you guys enjoyed them. Um, so many questions. So many questions. So many thoughts. Uh, have a great weekend. Talk to you soon. Stay tuned.